expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 16 points this morning from yesterday's close at 15,376 on turnover of 2.3 billion NT. The TIEX followed most other regional markets and lost ground on Monday as investors were concerned that strong U.S. jobs data could result in more interest rate hikes by America's central bank to cool inflation. The Mainland Affairs Council says any politician choosing to visit China must reflect the will of Taiwan to maintain democracy and peace. The statement comes after the KMT announced that Vice Chairman Andrew Sha will be traveling to China from February 8th through 17th. According to the council, it has received notice of the trip from the KMT, but is stressing that any cross-strait exchange must be based on the principles of reciprocity and dignity. The council says visiting politicians must also promote mutual understanding and cannot unilaterally agree to any political prerequisites or desired outcomes, while also voicing their opposition to the use of force to resolve cross-strait issues. And the government has pledged to donate 200,000 U.S. dollars to Turkey after the country was struck by a magnitude 7.8 earthquake. According to the Foreign Ministry's Department of West Asian and African Affairs, Foreign Minister Joseph Wu has conveyed his condolences to Turkey's representative in Taiwan on behalf of the government. Department head Anthony Ho says the 200,000 U.S. dollars in funds will be used for disaster relief. In related news, war-ravaged Syria is calling on the United Nations and all member states to help with rescue efforts, health services, shelter, and food aid. That's following a massive earthquake that killed thousands in Syria and Turkey. The quake-damaged area in Syria is divided between government-held territory and the country's last rebel-held enclave. Syria's UN ambassador was asked by reporters whether Syria would allow the UN to deliver aid through other crossing points from Turkey. He did not respond directly, but said the government is ready to help and coordinate aid deliveries to all Syrians in all territory of Syria. Meanwhile, in the U.S., workers are dealing with an Ohio train derailment involving toxic chemicals. AP correspondent Norman Hall reports. Officials say the harmful gases are phosgene and hydrogen chloride. Phosgene is a highly toxic gas and can cause vomiting and breathing trouble and was used as a weapon in World War I. 
The decision to do a release was needed to prevent the rail cars from exploding and sending shrapnel and other debris from flying through a neighborhood in East Palestine, Ohio. Workers have used small charges to open holes and allow the material to go into a burning trench. About half of the 4,800 residents of East Palestine were ordered from their homes over the weekend. Paul Cochran says it's terrifying. You know, that old phrase, death, riding a big black horse, that's what it felt like. <laughs> I'm serious, it really did. Federal investigators say the cause of the derailment was a mechanical issue with a rail car axle. I'm Norman Hall. And Spanish Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez is urging the European Union to reindustrialize to end its dependence on energy, microchips, and food from outside the bloc. On Monday, he called on the 27 EU nations to learn the lessons of shortages provoked by the COVID-19 pandemic and war in Ukraine. Sanchez announced that a joint research project with 25 EU countries would analyze reliance on other nations for energy, food, health and technology. The speech was given to outline Spain's policy priorities before assuming the rotating presidency of the EU Council during the second half of 2023. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.